You're about to listen to Summer in Argyle, an Audible original featuring Bob Odenkirk. From Audible, the home of storytelling. When you're ready for your next comedy, go to audible.com slash sounds funny. Coming soon to Argyle, Splish Splashland, the very best water park. We'll have dozens of new fun slides for the whole family. You bring the water. That's right. Splish Splashland will be the only water park in North America and Alberta where you get to bring your own water to splash in. Opening December 2013, the Twist of Doom, with over 10 winding twists and turns before emptying out into our state-of-the-art whirlpool, all dry as a bone. It will be so big that you'll have to truck in over 700 gallons of water per person. Sounds like a lot? It is. That's more than an elephant drinks in one week. Hi, I'm Greg Porch, longtime television host watcher. And I'm Tammany Porch, probable book author. And ever since the hot dog people sold us to town, we've been hard at work on Argyle's newest and onlyest water park, Splish Splash Land. We're building it for all the Argyle school children who will tragically lose their school when it becomes a water park. So come on in, pay to enter, and BYOW! You'll have a great time. We guarantee family style fun! Splash Splash Land will be located on Steel Street, where the school is currently located. And remember if you bring enough water, you will have fun! Splish Splash Land does not guarantee family style fun. Must enter to pay and leave. Don't mind me, folks. I, I'm I'm up in a tree. I'm, I'm on a strong branch. I think. I'm glad it's not too windy. Thing is, I was doing some treasure hunting when I saw this cat stuck high up. I set my metal detector on the ground and I clambered up to save it. Turns out it was just a squirrel doing a cat impersonation. So I let it be. Here, kitty. Here, kitty, kitty. Oh, oh, gee, you got me again. Ah, I had my metal detector on me. I could at least do some detecting. Hi! Ah, whoa, you scared me there, pal. Well, crunch my candle. It's Greg Porch. Now, what the heck are you doing up in the tree? Well, ever since my wife Tammany Porch and I purchased the town, we've been implementing our new tree elimination program. No trees for Argyle. (sighs) It's a wonderful idea, but... Why are you in a tree, then? Well, I clambered up this tree to see if there were any other trees we needed to cut down. Better view. That makes sense, Greg, but uh, where's Tammany? Well, I can get up trees, but it's usually Tammany that handles the getting down part, and she's going around town looking for a ladder to buy. Hey, I've always wondered, what's it like to own a town? Well, it's been eight years now, and i got to say, it's been pretty great. Well, Splish Splash Land was our best idea, though. Yeah, now, Splish Splash Land, that's where the High Hanson High School used to be. Indeed. We turned a place to learn into a place that earns. Money, that is. That's the American dream. (laughs) How'd you do it? Well, years ago, when that kid died on Hot Dog Day, well, the next day, we got the town from the hot dog people in the committee, tore down the school, put some slides in, and started selling tickets. First, though, we had to deal with a few squatters who were living in the high school. Mr. Linlow! Mr. Linlow! Are you in there? Huh? 
Yes. Come in, hooligan. What's up, roomie? <laughs> I was thinking today we could hang out in the parking lot. I have my own private space, you know. No big deal. Uh, yeah. I and then we could hang out in detention. Like a couple of cool kids. <laughs> and then maybe we wait, could... Wait, wait, Mr. Leno. We got a problem. This just came in the mail. It's from those wealthy people who just bought the town. It's addressed to you and me. What? What? Uh, and... Eviction notice? Yeah. Apparently, High Hanson High School is going to be demolished. What? Why? He says they're building a water parking hotel in his place. So they're building a water park here? I bet that'll make all the teachers really happy. It's a teacher's dream to have their school turned into a water park. Yeah, I know. I just hope the students will understand. Hopefully. So, what are we to do? Well, it's not all bad news. Hey, look. They're offering you the position of vice principal of the water park, and they're letting me be the custodian. All here at the bottom of the letter. Not too shabby. I think I'm up to the task, but we can't live here anymore. Uh, true. But since the kid who won the eating contest died, they gave me the grand prize, the town's used wienermobile. That's where I'll be living. Great wienermobile. Totally cherry, low mileage, and it's shaped like a wiener. So it's a win-win-win. But... What about me? Well, you could come room with me. There's still some room in the bun area for another person. Wait, wait a second, hooligan. What is it, Mr. Linlow? They got us mixed up. According to the letter, they're offering you the position of vice principal, and they're giving me the job of custodian. Oh, no, this can't be true. What am I going to do? I mean, I'll be fine. Anyone can be a vice principal, but, oh, it's you I'm worried about. I don't know the first thing about being a custodian. How do I clean up vomit? We sawdust. Okay, how would I clean up sawdust? With vomit. All right, maybe I can learn. I guess I'm excited to try my new career. Ah, you'll figure it out eventually. You're the smartest guy I know. And hey, we'll still be roomies in my wienermobile. Yes! Best summer ever! Come on, I'll show you where the squirt bottles are. They're right where you'd think they'd be. Oh, sure will be hard saying goodbye to this. Hope you're enjoying summer in Argyle. Looking for some more laughs? Here's a quick clip from Past My Bedtime, an Audible original featuring David Harbour and an all-star cast. When you're ready for more, go to audible.com slash sounds funny. Ellen had just set the Dixons on a path that would change all their lives and mine forever. Three months later, Past My Bedtime with Donnie Dixon would premiere live on Fox to an audience of 40 million. Six minutes after that, it would be off the air. And no one has seen or heard from Donnie Dixon in over a decade. No one even cares. But I care. This school. So many memories. I've been everywhere from Sicily to Rome But there's one thing I've found Nothing beats home Where I can clean the desk so neat And vending machine snacks so sweet Keep a fella's belly pretty full Yes, nothing beats home, I'd say is my rule. And as homes go, 
both came to work for me. It's Flish Flash Land. Hooligan as vice principal and Lindlow as the custodian. Whoa! Whoa! Yee! Branch is a little rickety. Did you mean to switch their positions? I didn't. Mr. Lindlow just read the letter wrong, but the two were so enthusiastic about their new roles with the song and all, so I just kept it that way. Water Park's been great for the school children, too. Test scores are way up somehow. <laughs> you know, I would like to hear how you finished this story. It's been a real trip down memory lane. Well, after Richie passed away and they had the funeral, the whole town turns its attention to the investigation. Officer Garrett Porquet was obliged to hold a press conference at the police station, and it got a little heated. Who did it? Somebody died? I got a question. Officer Richie did. Am I dead? I have a question. Settle down. Help. My name is Officer Porquet. I'm here to tell you that we have wrapped up the investigation of the death of Richie McDonough. We have a new break in the murder case. Oh. It is now known that I supplied the lawn dart to the high schooler, Lewis Reilly, that killed young Richie. No. You couldn't. You wouldn't. You should not have. Oh, no. This revelation came after hours of interrogating myself in front of a mirror. I played good cop, then bad cop, then bad cop again. Then I admitted that I did it. I was tough, but I was tougher. Garrett, your confessions are all taped. Okay, Donna. You never remember to switch off the radio. Donna, thank you. Considering this development, the police department has turned over the investigation to the town's most powerful committee, <clears throat> the hot dog committee. They will be handling the case from now on. I am very sorry. All I ever wanted to do was get this murder over with. So I could ride around in my cool car, show my badge, and maybe, just maybe, get discounts at certain hobby stores. But now we're in a mess and I feel very slightly partly responsible. Lewis Reilly, the bowler who threw the lawn dart, has been apprehended. <gasps> For my role in this, I will be going to jail at the end of this press conference. The Argyle Police Department has enlisted the expertise of Dr. Fran Dooley, a forensic nutritionist, to testify as an expert witness at the trial. What? I saw her show The Eating Dead on Public Access Channel. It was truly the least we could do. I'll take your questions now. Please be nice. I'm going to jail. Here, here. Officer, Over here. Officer here, here. Me, me, here, here. Me, me. I got a question. Yes, Bradley. Yeah, hello. Bradley Smiles, Argyle Public Radio. Why did you give him a lawn dart and not some more common deadly outdoor toy like a garden gnome or a small rake? Well, as you all know, throwing lawn darts makes a person bad at bowling because it messes up their senator or gravity or whatever. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And so I told Lewis that it would help him become a worse bowler, and in doing so, gain the admiration of a town that only celebrates its low achievers. Ah, yeah. yeah you know, pretty standard. I'll take one more question. It was a two-part question, known in the business as a two-parter. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Uh, what do you plan to do in jail? I don't know. 
I don't know. Mm. Are there hobby stores in jail? No! Darn it, I was gonna say trains. Maybe I could sneak those in. Uh, okay, one more question. Please, a serious question. Uh, yes, you and the jester hat. <laughs> uh, good day to you, sir. <laughs> Dr. Laffy McSillies for the Journal of Cloud Studies and Atomic Sciences. <clears throat> uh, excuse me, I had a clown in my throat. Do you know what magic trick was being performed at the time of death? Uh, excellent question, Doctor. We have reason to believe it was the good old million scarves out the mouth trick. Uh, wait a second, Bradley Smiles, public radio here again. My question is for Dr. McSillies, who just asked that last question. Doctor, are you a pediatrician who dresses like a clown to entertain the sad children at the hospital? Yeah, we want to know about that. Well, Doctor, are you? Let me be very clear on this point. I am a professional clown. I have a degree in clowning. However, I pretend to be a doctor to entertain the doctors at the hospital. So, you are not, technically, a doctor. Yes, I am a clown. I pretend to be a doctor. That's my oeuvre of clowning. Listen again. I am a clown. I pretend to be a doctor. That's my clown doctor character. However, when I'm not clowning at the hospital as a doctor, then I am a doctor of clowning at the clown college. I also sell clown horns, which make clown sounds all around town. And what do those sound like? Yeah, answer the question, yeah. clown. The loud clown sounds sound like this. Thank you, Mr. Clown Doctor, for that answer. I apologize for my tone. I'm glad we were able to get that finally cleared up. I'll be going to prison now. See ya! Bye! Later, dude. Take it easy. Thanks for being nice. So, that's where things stood. Officer Porquet was sending himself to jail, sure that he was an accomplice in a murder. Meanwhile, Lewis was about to face the Argyle Hot Dog Committee for his trial. A highly specialized expert witness, Dr. Fran Dooley, would testify as well, and she saved the day. What was left of it, anyways. It was a long day that day. Well, Tammany loves murder stuff. If only she was here now. I hope she's getting that ladder. I need to get out of this tree. I'm sure she's at a place where people would find things like ladders. Yeah. That would make the most sense. Hi. Is this the Lost and Found Warehouse? Are you Mrs. Princely? Yes, ma'am. Oh, great. Do you think there'd be uh, ladders here? Honey, we are absolutely swimming in ladders. In fact, you have to climb up on a ladder to get to the ladder section. Perfect. Uh, how much for your finest ladder? Well, nothing. What do you mean? It's a lost and found. I can't charge you. So that means you just give things away for free? Well, more or less, yes. You have to prove they were yours. Dear, have you never heard of a lost and found? There's no money exchange. I'm sorry, ma'am, but if I use something, I pay for it. I left that world of free samples and giveaways a long time ago. Well, you can't pay me. End of story. Tell me where I can pay for a ladder in town. A store. You need a store. This isn't a store. This is a lost and found. Now, please, either don't buy something or leave. This is impossible to understand. My husband is in a tree. Good day to you. 